You're listening to Massive Debate UK with Eric Swineblade. Hello, I'm Eric Swineblade and welcome to Massive Debate UK. Rishi Sunak has seized power and become the new Prime Minister, promising to fix the country's plethora of problems and lead the nation to a new era of prosperity and stability. Having knifed Boris in the back and handing Liz Truss the rope, the ascendancy of this small robotic man has calmed the markets and bought this woefully unpopular party another two years to try and turn things around. Having brought together his new shiny cabinet of integrity, which includes four cabinet appointments who previously had to resign from the government in scandal, I want to ask you this. Would you vote for Rishi? What do you think of this $700 million man? And as the youngest PM since 1812, does it feel weird to be led by someone younger than David Beckham? Give us a call on 08345 6060 Let us know what you think. And to kick us off, our first caller on the line is Hugh Brent from Stoke. Hugh, what do you think of Dishy Rishi? Hi, Eric. What I'm pissed off about. Okay, I live at home. I'm 42 years old. Right. And I'm really struggling. To get Sorry about that. I'm worth about, if you took all the money in the world, I'm worth probably about minus 500 quid. That's actually not that bad. Why am I, uh, at the age of mm. 42, same as Rishi Sunak, yeah. why am I worth minus 500 pounds and Rishi Sunak is worth £700 million. Pounds. Well... Why? He was a hedge fund manager, wasn't he? Yeah, but, yeah, but what, what, why, why is that worth so much more than what I do? Well, what do you do in compared to that? I breed lizards, right? I sell and breed lizards. Okay, well, if you're selling, I don't know, five chameleons a week, I mean, how much are you making per week? Well, wait, if, I make, if I have a good week, I can make uh, £300. Pounds. Right. But, you know, I've got, I've got outgoings. Well, what, what are your outgoings, if you don't mind me asking? Well... Lizards and snakes. Okay. All right. Well, there's snakes. I mean, how many snakes are you selling? No, I don't sell the snakes. Okay. So, right, okay, so you're not selling the snakes. Have you thought about maybe selling well, the snakes? The snakes is a hobby. The lizards is what I do for, to make money. Right. But I'm saying if you want to be as rich as Rishi Sunak, surely... And what I'm saying is I've got a business, right? I okay. can't even afford to rent my own property. So I'm stuck living at home with my mum. Well, that's okay. Look, I'm not complaining. She's a great, she's a great girl. She's a great woman. Right. Um, you, you are 42, I suppose. Yeah. Why... Yeah. Is he worth £700 million? Pounds? What's he done? What's he actually done? Well, he was a hedge fund manager at Goldman Sachs. What hedge fund? I mean, what did they... How does he make £700 million pounds in a hedge fund? Yeah, that's possible. It's insane. It's nearly a billion pounds. That's not... doesn't make any sense. It's absolutely no sense. Well, yes, but his wife's also, you know, a billionaire. Yeah, okay. So it's his wife. But why is someone my own age worth that much and I'm only worth... Nothing. Well, because you've chosen a different path. Why don't you go and be a banker if that's what you want, if you want money? But my expertise is in the field of reptiles. That's my expertise. That's what I. That's what my training is. Y your training's in that. Well, who, where did you learn? Well, I taught myself. Okay, so you've taught yourself about lizards and you want to be a millionaire. But the truth is, you're going to have to pick a different line of work if you ever want to be a millionaire like Rishi Sunak. I mean, just get real. Eric, I don't want to do anything else. I was born to, to, to do what I do. You're not making any profit. That's the problem. Do you have any idea what the costs are? to breed, monitor, feed, incubate, keep alive 25 leopard geckos. Oh, God. I've no uh, idea. Exactly, you don't. You know, the cost of one dead mouse has gone up about 25%. So what I'm saying is, I'm running a business. Well, not very well. I barely put food in my mouth. Mm. Rishi Sunak has gone bet on some markets, and you're telling me he's worth, what, as much as Alan Sugar? Yes, that's, how, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's a joke. It's well, a joke. well, I'm afraid there's more demand for somebody with the ability to safely speculate on the direction of the markets than there is for a bloke in his basement selling leopard geckos. It's just the cruel reality of being alive. I suggest you pick a different job. 
Ah, that sounds to me a lot like envy, unfortunately. The green-eyed monster that doth mock the meat it feeds upon. And I really do think we have a growing problem with envy in our society, especially on the left. It's almost as if they don't really care about the poor. They just hate people with money. So let's take another call now. And we're rather lucky to have Andre from the States calling in. Andre, what do you think of our new PM? Hey, how are you? Very I'm well, thanks. really uh, excited about Rashid Sunuk and Rishi what Suna. he's going to bring for the world. He's a kind of dynamic British Barack Obama. And well, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? I think he's really cute. Um, I mean, look, I'm a guy and I'm, I'm a cis straight you know, white male, uh, but I can appreciate okay. what Sunuk's going to bring to uh, the global Sunak. community. What? Sunak. 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 Rishi Sunak is his name. Sunak. 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 Okay. Yep, Sunak. No, Rishi Sunak. Rishi. 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 Rishi Sunuk. No, Rishi. Rishi Sunak. Well, I'm very excited about what Rishi Sunak Sunak will bring to the global community. Right. We need some new representative voices in power in the world. He represents a community that has been, you know, unable to speak for a long time, and I I, I realize that. Well, I mean, to be fair, you know, you know. Uh, Sanuk came from Kenya, I believe. His parents came from Kenya. No, no, his and, grandparents lived there. Right. Okay. So, but they 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 were um they were Indian immigrants who were in Kenya, Kenya, and uh, they they were actually um, colonial administrators in oh, Kenya. Right. Yeah, which is not great. Are you sure about that? I'm not sure that makes sense. No, that's that's completely true. That's why they were obviously there. Obviously, they're they're. Uh, they're Indians, so they were the victims. Of well, like I don't think they consider themselves to be victims. They were working for the British Empire. Okay, okay, okay. Now that's that's okay. I mean, um, obviously they were trying to survive, and you know, then then they came over. His you know his parents came came over here. His grandparents. Well, yeah, his grandparents were colonial administrators. His parents came to the and UK. Then they came over to uh, yeah the UK, where they opened a chemist, I believe. And, yes, you know, they were chemists. Pills behind the counter. And the little Sanuk was selling You've got one more chance. One more chance. and potions to, uh, you know, people that needed to get well. Uh, so his whole life has been a struggle up to this point. And so, yes, he's done very well. Well, look, I... I've been breaking through glass ceiling after glass ceiling. So... Well, actually, no. He went to Winchester College, uh-huh. a very expensive boarding school. Then he went to Oxford University, uh-huh. where he got a first-class honours okay. degree. Then he went to Stanford right. University, okay. where he got a BMA. Uh-huh which involved corporate training. Then he went to Goldman Sachs and became a hedge fund manager. Then he started his own hedge fund worth two billion pounds, of which he owned one percent. I've heard enough, and I'm not totally comfortable with where this conversation is going. Yeah, where I don't like the tone that you're using. Okay. Yeah, I'm. uh, Yeah, let's leave leave it there. Yeah, uh, let's leave it there. I ask you to take a long, good look in the mirror and you know reapproach the way you talk about certain people. Okay. Well, I was just telling you. Yeah. All right. Well, no, you take care. I was Bye. just. I was simply telling you the CV of Rishi Sunak, which is a litany of doors opening, safe seats, fast tracking, private education, 
in a business training, billions of dollars to play with. This guy has had one of the easiest rides I think we've ever seen in politics, hence why at the age of 42 he's now Prime Minister. Anyway, let's take another call now. And we've got Professor Grendel Heathcote on the line from Winchester. What do you know about Rishi Sunak? Well, yes, I was one of Rishi's uh, tutors at uh, Winchester College. Right. And he was something else, let me tell you. He was an absolute uh, cutthroat. Uh, ruthlessly strategic, mm. uh, vehemently intelligent, yeah. and uh, marvelously charming. And um, all the other boys loved Rishi, even though he was always the smallest. And he's small now, but my God, he was small back then. Mm. He always looked like he was uh, two years below where he should have been. And um, obviously, never did very well on the, the sports. But where he thrived, where he really thrived, was chess and yeah. politics and networking and always doing deals with the other boys. And there was a uh, contest for head boy, which, of course, Rishi Yes, which won. he won, yeah. But the competition was very steep indeed. And the other boys, uh, was Oscar and Harold, both... Equally, you know, primed and ready to go, mm. both as married. They were both in the runnings, and of course, Oscar was so far ahead, nobody gave Rishi a chance. Rishi had indeed made enemies along the way. Mm. But you see, it was only three days ago before the contest, and then both boys, the others, both were found to have had possessions of hashish in the oh schoolroom dorms. Oh, no. Brought to the attention of the uh, what, the dean or the, uh, the, uh, the, of the college at the mm. time, and uh, consequently they were both immediately expelled without any questioning whatsoever, and which made no sense. They'd never expelled a, a child before for the, 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 you know, such possession. Right. But the, the uh, zero tolerance uh, uh, policy was taken on this occasion, meaning that the victory went to uh, Rishi with, uh, uh, without any competition whatsoever. Mm. Uh, but of course, I'm of the belief that this was all Rishi Sudak, uh, a master tactician right. and dealmaker, negotiator, networker, and he had uh, pulled enough strings in and outside of the college in order for this dean to change policy and make an example out of the two students who were running against him. Absolutely masterful, and not a shred of evidence was found on Rishi, let me tell you that. So really, he's uh, kind of cut above the rest in terms of tactical intelligence, would you say? Oh, yes, he's always uh, 10 IQ points ahead of the last, and the second you think you've got one on him, like uh, Liz Truss, the next thing you know, your world starts falling apart. The pound starts crashing, the markets start throwing the toys out of the prams. Of course, it was all the friends of Rishi. It was all his old associates in, in the financial sector, in the hedge funds, and the forex traders. Of course, they just chucked a bunch of pounds out of the window, tanked the economy, and the media did the rest. And, uh, there you go, Rishi's in power. 
that uh, you'll never ever find a way around him. Full spectrum dominance is his game, and he's a master of it. It sounds to me like that was something you encouraged in him, or in, in general. Absolutely, was something we encouraged. In fact, I, even though I knew it was probably what he'd done, it was what we taught the boys. It was what we encouraged in them from day one, and it's why they came to Winchester. Yes, and I'm sure Winchester has been you know, popping out uh, tacticians and manipulators for hundreds of years. I mean, it's. It's it's how this country got the system it has. So, no, uh, kudos to you for creating and spawning you know, the leaders of tomorrow. And we've got Al on the line from Peterborough. Al, what would you like to say? Oh, hi, yeah, second time caller, actually. I've been on the show before. And oh, I yes. to draw attention to the fact that Rishi Sunak uh, has been for a long time a, you know, a, a member of the WEF, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. You will have nothing and you will be happy. And... He's been a part of the you know, World Economic Forum Young Leadership Programme, and Klaus Schwab himself has said that you know they need to penetrate the cabinets, and you know Rishi Sunak's just another example of them penetrating the cabinets to have total control over our systems, and uh, in order to facilitate the Great Reset. Ah, yes, the Great Reset. I've heard this one from you before, but how exactly is Rishi Sunak a? I know what uh, stooge for the World Economic Forum, a trading organisation. Answer me this: Why did Rishi Sunak have shares in Moderna pre-pandemic? Because he knew that the pandemic was going to happen. Because he knew it was part of the Great Reset. Well, look, a lot of people had shares in Moderna. It was a fledgling, you know, mRNA technology biotech company. I mean, it, it, it would take about ten minutes of research to you know, stick a couple of thousand pounds in there i bet he had millions of pounds in all sorts of companies and he got lucky what if i told you that covid19 contained within its dna a patented strand of dna owned by moderna then well look i need to do a fact check on that and if it was true then google it look it up now okay look it up right now no, no i'll look it up in my own time daily mail article on it oh yes the daily mail that bastion of scientific research i'll be sure to google that immediately cbdc's what cbbc cbdc's eric what? Central bank digital currencies, right? Do you know what that means? Central bank digital currency, no. It means that the government create money right? that they can program and control. And if you do something they don't like, like you buy a steak or you book a flight or you say something they don't like, mm-hmm. your money don't work no more. You can't buy nothing. It's over. Total control. Do you understand? Rishi Sunak has been talking about CBDCs the last 10 years that's why they've now put them in power because the final part of the great reset is digital id tied to central bank digital currency so that they have total control over what your money does and where it goes i.e you will no- own nothing and you will be happy but don't we already have that with credit scores and all that i mean is it really that bad yeah but this is something different mate. this is social credit yeah you know you, you step out of line you do something the government don't like, you say something the government well, don't like. Well, look, I think that digitised currencies are the future. They're coming whether we like it or not. And, you know, we can always sit down and have a conversation and vote on it if we feel like it's curtailing in our personal freedoms. So, you know, calm down. Everything's OK. Let's just see what happens. Anyway, some very interesting takes there on Rishi Sunak. And the first PMQs was equally as thrilling. Two very strong performances, both from Keir Starmer and Rishi Sunak, which was surprising. We were expecting a Vicarage Tea Party and we got WWF. So I think we're in for an exciting year of politics to come. 
See you again next week. You're listening to Massive Debate UK with Eric Swineblade.